Alright, we are rolling. Sonny rolling. Sonny rolling. Sonny rolling, baby. The jazz musician. I just learned who that is right now. This is fresh information, folks. Heck yeah. <laughs> Alright, uh, well, welcome back to Saw Good Podcast. This is episode 18. Thank you, Ivy, for reminding me of it being episode 18. Because, hey, forgot the freaking episode number on my own podcast. Well, uh, I mean, I was watching a relative podcast earlier, so I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. There you go, folks. You heard it first. Uh, all right. So this is episode 18 of the Saul Good Podcast. My name is Max. I'm the host. And my good friend Ivy here. Uh, and you might notice it's a different location than usual, usually in a bedroom setting. And then it's like a split screen, but we're live. We're live. And Ivy made the track. The trek. Hey, Max, say your words right. <laughs> the trek uh, out to Chicago. And holy smokes, we'll get into that later on because it's really cool to have you here. Uh, Thanks for having me. He's been living out in L.A., so excited to excited to have excited to have you on the podcast dude thank you for having me seriously yeah i, I do want to say like you've done such a great job just interviewing the other guests and i'm like dude he's reaching me out he's reaching out to me i'm like yeah i'm gonna hop on so <laughs> thanks for putting me on <laughs> i'm glad to hear that I'm, it's kind of crazy because i started this during lockdown and i watched like an old episode and i kind of cringed at myself i'm not gonna lie like i watch it and i was like this is semi cringe and most people that know me know that I literally never shut up. I just keep talking. And I was like, well, isn't that what people who have podcasts do? Those people also don't shut up. It worked out. <laughs> Seriously. No, but it's also like, dude, if you know that you've been cringing, um, then that means you're growing. Right? Yeah. So yeah. you're getting more comfortable in front of the mic, in front of the microphone. So wait, I said mic and microphone twice. Well, I, say I was uncomfortable in front of the mic. <laughs> so I moved it a little bit further and I'm a little bit more comfortable. Um, no, <laughs> I think you meant to say camera, right? Camera. <laughs> um, my good friends, Mike and Cam. <laughs> the other day I was listening to Jacob Sharp's podcast and, uh, he goes, he got the mic, got the mic rolling and Cameron rolling because Mike and Cam. Are they brothers? Are they related? I don't know. Maybe they're blood related. They probably are. <laughs> uh, all right. We got a lot, we got a lot to cover, uh, wrote down wrote down some notes uh we're gonna kind of go over talk about where ivy's originally from uh we're gonna talk about music because that's his thing he's kind of jamming yeah. kind of doing it doing jamming. it big oh yeah yeah doing something <laughs> yeah oh you know you're you're doing something all right <laughs> um so we got we're gonna talk about that and then uh he was in a band for a while we're gonna talk about that a little bit chop it up and talk about what he's up to now. He's released some cool music. So I think that'd be a fun topic to scratch on. And uh, maybe some inspirations that he has. And for you viewers out there, I know there's a couple people that saw his post on Instagram. We've got some questions at hand. We're gonna answer Just those fun. at the end. So if you've made it this far right now, keep listening because we got some cool questions answered. Questions no one's ever heard before. No one's ever asked any of these questions ever. At all. First time on Saul Good Podcast. So it's all good. Uh all right. Start from the freaking top, dude. How you doing today? I'm doing very well. I'm running on what? Four hours of sleep. Oh, dude, I didn't <laughs> no, know that. <laughs> no, no. It's like I was very excited to just 
come to Chicago and um, see like the people I've been working with on this project, but like also to see you. Like, yeah, um, we've been talking about having to do this for a while now. And uh, when I found out I'm able to book this trip, I'm like, I gotta hit up Max. So, Sick. and we're doing it now. Cool. Yeah. And first time, what? Like, not having to do the split screen. We're literally sitting <laughs> right in front of a camera with a gorgeous view in the back. Look, it is Navy Pier. I tried to put that f-stop down a little bit so you could see the background, but it's a little bit blown out, but you can still kind of see it, so. Yeah. It's a green screen, actually. Yeah, it's actually a green screen, and uh, it might key out in a second. But yeah, I'm glad glad to hear that, and uh, glad you, glad you, yeah, just glad you're back in Chicago and we're doing this, doing it live. Yeah, I wish uh, I could spend more time here. Like, literally, it's a quick trip, gotta get back. Um, but yeah, I'm just excited to be here in general. You great place. You always just like pop in here randomly. It's crazy because we. So I guess that's a really good segue. So we know each other because we were roommates in college, yep. and okay, I'm trying to remember this straight. I think Ivy was one of the first people that I met in college. I think you were like the second or third person I met. Yeah. I think I met Eli, then I met Ryan, and then I met you yeah. through Ryan. I think quite briefly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then, yeah, but I don't think we lived together at that point. No. I think you, you lived somewhere else. Yeah, I was at the UC. You were at the Dwight. Right. Yeah. Okay, that's cool. That's cool. Yeah, because uh, we were in two completely different majors in college. Mm-hmm. Um, I was in film, which I was in TV, which is now their TV and film program. It's a whole other <laughs> thing to get into. Um, and then you were in there marketing or music? Yeah, I majored in marketing, um, and I like minored in music business. Okay, so I was I right. I yeah, was no, right. you got it. Cool. I almost forgot it for oh, a second. Actually, like f- first year of college was music performance for guitar. Okay. Um, and then I realized I didn't have uh, like creative outlets to uh, write songs. So mm. it's basically just practicing the technicalities of guitar. And yeah. it was like, I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> um, and I was also thinking about like, I probably might need a financial future or a, <laughs> uh, a, a stable financial future. Um, so I went with like marketing and I think that helped out a bit. I don't know. I'm not even doing the job. That's actually smart. That's actually really smart. No, I always but like the thing is I'm not even uh, in the field that I majored in. I'm in accounting. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, college? Oh, man. Columbia didn't hear that. And he didn't hear that. Live what you love. <laughs> Live, laugh. That, I, that's their motto. Live what you love. Live what you love. So go to spend a lot of money to school and then do something different. Because exactly. you'll love something different by the time you leave. <laughs> that's our plug for Columbia. Sponsor us. No, no, Sponsor. you owe us money. You owe us money. Oh, my goodness. And please give it back because... Oh my God, so much money. Yeah, I'm <laughs> drowning. <laughs> they, yeah, I I cannot even go an episode anymore without talking about it. This is like the third <laughs> episode one. in a row that I've talked about this. <laughs> in a row. <laughs> that the people are watching, they're like, God, he's on Columbia rant again. We're clicking out. Say ya. Can't listen to this. Uh, I will say Columbia College has given me a great experience meeting great people. Um, and it kind of like, taught me how to budget mm-hmm. and only because like we're, we're going broke but also <laughs> because um i've met incredible people um and it made me realize oh i think i want to pursue this career um right. and taught me a lot about that so uh, shout out to that but it's not always good things yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think that's like the main takeaway from what everybody takes from it right it's not like 
so much the like lessons you learned yourself there or, or lessons they taught you or like specific instances there i think everyone that's like a blur to everybody for sure yeah. like unless you're like doing some random specific thing that you remember but like the things that I think you think you're going into college to take away from, or the things that you don't walk away with, which is like so messed up. Yeah. But hey, we're here. We're alive. <laughs> we're well. We're alive. We didn't. We didn't leave dead. So if you want to <laughs> go to a college, you come out alive and you get to Columbia. <laughs> um. But yeah, that's cool. So you were able to use marketing and kind of like some bits and pieces and people you knew and stuff to kind of get to where you're at now. Oh yeah. Which is really cool. Yeah. Um. So is that when, like, I guess you kind of had, like, a little fallout there where you said doing the practical, like, the guitar stuff was a little bit of a falling out for you? No, actually, that, because I wasn't focusing on um, having to learn guitar and scales and, um, uh, what do you call it, improvisation, Mm -hmm. um, I was actually able to write songs um, because I wasn't focusing on, you know, having to play this specific chord um, or, like, notes um, and... Yeah, like I was able to have fun with like the reason why I wanted to like pick up music is because I love songs. I love um, listening to them, love writing them and performing them. Sick. Yeah. Sick. That's really cool. I'm glad. Well, I'm glad that (laughs) I'm glad that that worked. Yeah. Uh, So when you when once you kind of went through, what was the first song that you wrote after that? Or did you write a song before you had that? Yeah. Most of them were like cheesy songs. um, But uh, yeah, every time like I'd meet a girl that I was swooning over, uh, it would be literally about them without them knowing it is. And uh, it's kind yeah. of a music secret, honestly. Yeah, truly. Um, but like they would never hear it. <laughs> I am such a wimp when it comes to like sharing my music that way. But um, yeah, that was what I started with. But then I wrote this song. I was in a. I created this project called Decaprios. Um, I don't know how that came about. <laughs> uh, I think Leonardo she, DiCaprio. Yeah, but like the thing was, um, it was D period Caprio's apostrophe S, and just way too Sounds much. Sounds like the name of a pizza place. I'd go eat pizza there. Uh, we are actually a pizza shop. <laughs> <laughs> this whole time we're talking about music. Psych! It's a pizza shop. Yes. <laughs> uh, so it was DiCaprio. That, yeah. Dude, I would eat there in a heartbeat. Open up it. DiCaprio's next to Drew Downs. I'm going. For sure going there. <laughs> Thanks. 100%. Our first customer. We're <laughs> out of business to date. No one take it. Up. No one take it. Yeah. Promise me. Don't take it. Uh, so you, it, that was the first song? No. So Our that was actually the first project, as in like the SMA. band yeah, that yeah. I uh, assembled. Um, but I think it was fun because I was able to play shows, and that's what I wanted, that's what I wanted to do. Right. Um, like played at Manifest. And then um, if it wasn't for that project. That? I did. You manifested. That's why it's called that. Wow. Damn. Shadow Columbia. Existential, Mm. bro. (laughs) Let's go. Um, And then, yeah, if it wasn't for me, like, creating that project, I wouldn't have been introduced to, like, uh, the guys from Friday Pilots Club. Um, And then they picked me up. I'm like, cool. I'm I'm down to play guitar. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's been fun just, like, playing shows with them and, like, going out on road trips and just Mm -hmm. uh, playing different venues and meeting other artists, too. Yeah. Really cool. And who is, uh, I mean, I know who it is, but for those out there that don't know, who was a part of the band? Yeah, um, so it was Caleb as a lead singer, and he also played guitar. And then Mike, um, he played uh, lead guitar. And uh, Spencer, uh, he played the bass. And then Ethan playing the drums. Those are the boys. So when you guys played, 
uh, when you guys played shows, what was like your the most memorable one for you? Do you the, think uh, the most memorable one uh, would be the ones I can't remember, <laughs> <laughs> only because they were house parties, house house parties, house house parties. It's a new word going house in the shows. dictionary after this episode. <laughs> um, yeah, it was fun. Like there was definitely low pressure, and you're just there to like hang out with your friends, um, get blasted, and uh, play music <laughs> that people would like listening to yeah um but i did love playing like large venues like the metro was really fun i love playing oh, the I house don't know if i ever realized you played the metro yeah yeah the metro was a blast That's dude crazy yeah. oh the green room was nuts i love seeing like all the other artists uh writing their names on the wall in the oh green room. yeah um and i also like worked at the metro too because i was in student programming board so oh. we would host events like big mouth big mouth and um which is like the annual competition battle of the bands kind of deal Sick. um so yeah we would leave that and i also loved playing uh it's smaller venue in wicker park and i love that area so much uh sub t subterranean oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. sub t yeah i forgot about that place isn't isn't it closed now or no it's oh, no sub t's open double door yes closed. That's yeah what it is. oh yeah. bummer i didn't know that yeah double doors yeah. down it might be something else now but double doors for sure gone. yeah sub t was closed for a little bit apparently like i found that out yesterday but now it's back now it's back so they're good cool shout out Cool. That's oh, that's awesome. So, I think I went to your last show, House at of Blues. House of Blues. Oh, yeah. Good times, man. Yeah, that was a long time ago, uh, and that was honestly a crazy show. And right after when you left, I believe didn't Drew take your spot? Yeah. So Drew played the bass um, for that last show because uh, Spencer wasn't able to make it at that mm-hmm. time. Um, but he picked up the songs really fast. I everyone should know that he's an incredible musician. Yeah. Um, and it's just so talented um, as a producer as well. Yeah. And um, yeah, when I left uh, to go back to California, he took over um, that role and carried it very well. So I'm glad like it worked out for him and uh, Friday Pilots Club. That's seriously. sick. That's sick. So right as right as you left. Uh, what was kind of going through your head there? Were you thinking, because being in a band is like a big commitment, obviously. Yeah. And it's like, I feel like you leaving a band is similar to me being like, yep, not shooting videos again. Oh, like, yeah. and not that you would never join a band again, but I'm sure like the feeling's probably similar, right? Oh, like, for sure. Leaving something that you're so attached to or something you enjoy so much. Yeah, agreed. Uh, so what did you do then? Because you're like, I'm leaving this band. Like, Yeah, no, that's how it was like for uh, college. So I, I'm leaving the band. I'm leaving like my closest friends, um, the city that I love so much. Um, and just like people I love seriously mm-hmm. um but specifically for the band um i i felt like i missed out because like damn yeah no it's all good but i realized like um i mean i graduated a semester early sure. so that's why i had to dip um and uh they went to what was it called what is that festival south by southwest yeah south by southwest yeah. um it was cool uh i i mean i didn't go but like the fact that like they went to uh south by southwest um it has always been a goal for the for the band mm-hmm. i'm like Hell yeah! Like they actually did it. Dang. You know? Yeah. So. Um, that, I, I feel that. I feel yeah, that. That's yeah. a, kind of a big deal. Um. So I felt like I missed out on that, but in hindsight, I'm like, you know what? I, I shouldn't be like uh, bummed about. Like, dude, they worked really hard to get to this point. Right. And like, right. by all means, they deserve it. Right. Yeah. Right. That's cool. 
that's cool well i'm glad you like feel that way about it at yeah, least for sure didn't leave on like such a horrible note <laughs> oh no 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 um it's funny cool it's funny and cool that um spencer uh and ethan now live in la yeah so i would see them from time to time like spencer was actually my roommate yeah i remember that for um, a little bit right yeah yeah I, I think have you met spencer yeah i met him one yeah. time oh cool um yeah um we were roommates we lived in echo park Mm -hmm. in LA and oh we love that area so much yeah um, and we like would make music there um, he would have clients over and like he would be making music all the time oh, and that's sweet that's what I wanted to like surround myself with like I knew that he was in the uh, music uh, you know industry and like working with a different artist mm -hmm. I'm just inspired by that and I love that he's still going at it, it yeah makes me really happy and then Ethan's like doing a lot of picking up a lot of gigs um, oh, in sick. acting like he's in reels he's in commercials oh, um, God. yeah I mean like he's they're like really putting in the work so that's just like, dude, you guys got this. Like from yeah. kids from Batavia, they're now in uh, LA. So they're working out. It's crazy. So did you see that when they were doing that? You just kind of were like, that's kind of what I want to do. Is that what you're trying to say? Or is it more of like you just saw what they were doing and you're just like, that's pretty cool. I want to go try my own thing now. Or Yeah. Like, um, the fact that like they are doing their own thing, it made me realize maybe I want to do my own thing. Like I've mm -hmm. always wanted to do music. Um, like because what, from day one, like from day one like were you like age five and six thinking this or were you like age like 15 when you i was this out? probably well i picked up my first instrument um like in third grade because that's how we I, I, it was violin yeah um and my mom made me and i'm like this is actually kind of fun mm -hmm. um but then it wasn't until uh playing in a church band um is playing with other musicians and making songs and like uh doing praise and worship uh, made me realize I kind of want to be in a performance aspect. Oh, sweet. Yeah. Sweet. So that kind of uh, cultivated that. That's so hard. I Kudos to literally you for that. I cannot even imagine being like a stage performer. Yeah. I was like, how old? I think I was like 16 or something. And I would like not be able to get in front of a group of people back then. Dude, I feel and, that. And like I would always be like shaking up there and like no. I just couldn't do it. That's and so like to this day, I've gotten a little bit better at like I can talk in front of like a group of 10 people and be fine, but like it gets to be like more than that. I'm just like, dude, this is no. I mean, it shows that like you've been working and practicing really hard on, you know, getting comfortable speaking. Yeah. So the, the more you do this, the better it gets. <laughs> um, but I don't no. know why. I get like nervous or something. But no, I get it's it. It's cool that like, I'm sure that's like something you've probably worked through, or if not, it's just a natural thing for you to go up there. And no, no. I am for sure like an introverted person. Like, I will definitely be extrovert, but. That's only when it uh, it's called to be, but I it it was definitely me like having to be in front of people in front of the church and get better at it. Mm -hmm. But I would rather not have the spotlight on me. Uh, yeah, just realizing that I'm like, uh, it's just too much uh, uh -huh. anxiety. I'm like, uh, yeah, I, I didn't want to deal with that. <laughs> to be honest with you, I think that was one of the first things I like learned about you when I when we first met because it was the first time that we were all roommates. And I always thought that you were like a little bit quieter than yeah, everybody else. Yeah. So I was like, I don't want to like bug him too much. <laughs> like, I'll let I'll let Ivy do his thing, and then I'm gonna come back, and then when he addresses me, I'll address him. Because yeah. I was like, I don't. It just I think I picked up on that. Cool. I was like, yeah. You seem pretty like mellow and laid back. Yeah. And obviously, I don't stop talking. <laughs> no, I love it. I mean, like we're talking like this because we know each other pretty well. Right. So like right, I'm correct. I'm like grateful to like being do to be on a podcast uh, with a homie and right. it makes it easier to just speak. Right. Yeah. Right. So that's cool. That's cool that you kind of worked through that and were able to like bring your stage presence out. And I think that's another thing too is like 
people know when you're comfortable on stage or in front of a group of people and they connect to you more in yeah. that in that regard so yeah. probably that probably helps out a lot i'd imagine yeah. so once you were done with that and you did your you're doing your own thing you went out to la uh and you were roommates with roommates with spencer for a little bit yeah um my first roommate would be jack roommates um which were jack and ryan um mm-hmm. in la so we lived in glendale mm-hmm. um we got like a three bedroom oh, apartment right. yeah you were yeah, there yeah i went there for a little where bit where was i were you c- crashing on a couch yeah was okay cool yeah, yeah you were there for like a day i think bummer i don't like know why a, it was like a day or two there was there was a reason why you like weren't there for like a day or two it was or honestly something. probably because of church because you came on a weekend right right yeah yeah that was why <laughs> yeah <laughs> you were with your mom or something like probably that. yeah yeah okay that makes sense yeah so you were out there when you lived with jack and ryan uh what, what were you up to then i mean obviously i know but for people that don't know um i was settling in mm-hmm. um just starting on paying off my student loans honestly well yeah let me okay so, so let me backtrack real quickly because that's like a big leap right i always talk about this in my podcast but i like bringing it up because it's different from person to person uh i brought this up in the austin episode bouncing from chicago to la what was that like because that was something that when i was in uh when i was in chicago and i'm still in chicago but when <laughs> i was like you hit that point in college where everyone's like, should I go to New York? Should I go to LA? And then you feel like you have to do something about that too. Yeah. And then I was like, I don't know. I don't know. And then I was like, I don't know where I want to go. And then all of a sudden I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm where I want to be. Why is this even a question? Yeah. Um, so yeah. What was that like for you when you were just, I mean, you have, you have family and you're originally like from there. Yeah. So, was it easier because of that or were you like thinking oh i want i wish i could have stayed in chicago yeah no all those thoughts were actually running through my head so uh when i moved back to uh california Mm -hmm. i didn't want to move back to long beach where i'm born and raised only because i felt like i i thought i wanted to live in chicago um but i don't think i was able to like pull it off um, so when I moved back to California, I decided to move in with my sister, my brother-in-law in San Diego. And I right. spent like half a year there, um, because I just didn't want to like deal with living back at home. Um, sure. and so I spent a half a year in San Diego and I started doing so far sounds there and I, uh, became like a social media person and then, uh, would Did like I ever s- know that? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if I ever knew really? that. Really? Yeah. I Maybe you so brought it up and I forgot. That's a that's a good possibility. Yeah, that's probably crazy. Yeah, it, shout out. Um, I really love the so far team in San Diego because they really treated me um, like I was one of their own. Yeah. Um, so like I was doing like scouting locations. I was doing like artist relations and like scouting for artists as well. Um, but like my main gig was doing social media for them, and it was a lot of fun. I learned so much, oh, got to meet cool. so many different artists. And um, after that, um, I was able to work with uh, Dylan Dunlap. He was in uh, LA, and um, I was actually involved in this program called On the Grind Academy. And uh, once you graduate from the academy mm-hmm. um you get to work with uh, the artist from the roster oh, um so cool. yeah it's funny because um when i was in so far sounds um they picked up dylan dunlap as an artist and then i like reached out to him like hey i really love your music as yeah. a fan like i was a fan at that night yeah and then to find out like he was one of the artists in the roster um i got to be like their day-to-day manager and that was cool it was a lot of work but it was really cool 
That's so yeah. cool. I don't know if I ever knew that. Um, I think that's new information to me. That's oh, cool. crazy. I'm glad. I, I forgot if you, that even happened. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you're up to a lot. I, I've always seen you as one of those people that you're up to a lot, but you're like, what's the word I'm looking for? You're up to a lot, but you're not the type of person to like go and be like, guys, I'm doing this, I'm doing this, I'm doing this. And you just kind of like in disguise, do your own thing. Yeah. And then you're like, hey guys, look at this cool thing I did. And we're like, what? You did uh, that? Yeah. And it's cool. I, I respect that a lot. Thanks. I, I'm trying to be better at that myself, honestly. Yeah. But the thing is like, I think it's always cool when people share their things. I just get really self-conscious when it comes to like being validated by likes. It's it's such it's a weird, weird. thing. I, I know. I'm, I know. It's a weird thing I'm pulling away from. But I, I think like the new Instagram. You don't need validation. Uh, yeah. Validation. The only validation you need is the parking garage because <laughs> how are you going to get out from the structure? Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah so i mean like it helps that like instagram is doing the you can't really see the likes oh the yeah of the likes sure. um you can like disable that feature but that helps yeah it does um, and likes don't mean anything yeah i mean nothing i just want to be liked by uh <laughs> my by parents. my phone by other phones i need yeah. other phones to like me <laughs> and people's thumbs to hit the button <laughs> that's it yeah I need to get better at that exercise that young engagement <laughs> <laughs> the young engagement how young uh, it's not an age. It's more so a uh, Y U N G. Oh, about like a young. Oh, <laughs> no. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah. That water ASMR. Today's episode. Oh, I didn't episode. this was sparkling. I never knew that. Yeah. Liquid I had death. it once before, but I forgot. Uh, so this episode is brought to you by Liquid Death. Liquid Death. Go Just to sawgoodpodcast.com <laughs> slash liquid death for Thank your you first. For sponsoring this episode. Um, no, the reason why I picked it up is because uh, Cody Co and Noel Miller had it on their podcast, and I'm such a fan. Yeah, dude, love those guys. We had this, we had this moment like, I don't know how long ago we have. It was like maybe like during lockdown sometime. Yeah, I was on yeah. Twitch and I was watching, uh, I think a Curtis Connor video, and then like Ivy joined and was like, "Yo, I, I like watch Curtis," and I was like, I, "It literally threw me off." Cause I was like, "What? You watch Curtis?" Yeah. And uh, then I just—it's a huge like, it's a huge full circle there. If you watch Curtis, They'd then be you really watch good friends. everyone else. You watch Cody. You watch yep. uh, Danny. Danny. Don't forget Danny. You watch like all these other people. So I—I I was like, I, I thought that was really cool because that, uh, as far as watching a YouTube videos, I always feel like it's a very like personal thing. But at the same time, I'm not because I'm always like watching YouTubers and I communicate with the other people that watch them online. Yeah. But I never like have actual in real life friends that watch the same YouTubers. Dude, that's how I feel. I, I okay, so I tried to introduce uh, Cody Co, uh, Noel Miller, um, or even like uh, Danny Gonzalez or Drew Gooden or Curtis Connor to uh, Jack and Ryan. Uh-huh. Um, they they would see the appeal. But like they wouldn't watch it. It's so funny, the, the right? Thing is, we have a s- different sense of humor. It's I'm so glad so to share funny. that with you. Yeah. Seriously, and like you would share, you, uh, you would text me and say, "Hey, new Curtis video." I'm like, "Hold <laughs> on, give me like five minutes. I gotta put my headphones in. I'm on my lunch break in like five minutes." So and we'd watch it. Yeah. <laughs> we'd, we'd like live tweet it, but we're texting it to each other. Right. Right. Uh, that That's, was fun. That was so funny. Yeah. And then we'd be like, "Add." pause yeah hold on i got yeah <laughs> hold on um i'm like two seconds behind just wait wait oh wait, no set your thing at 1602 <laughs> you're like cool all right got it and then we'd hit play and watch at the same moment and be uh, texting and then i'd be like wait where are you yeah. oh no 1814 that's where sorry yeah. like oh, dude that dude, i still i'll do that any day still Dang. it's it's so funny yeah dude watching other youtubers 
and telling other people about them, it's like one in a million that someone else will be like, yes, I watched them, or someone else that will genuinely actually watch them. Yeah. But it's just funny that, like, there's not that many people out there. That- yeah. And that's what makes it special, too, because when you do realize you guys are watching the same commentary kings, um, you immediately have that bond with the friend. Yeah. So yeah. that's why I get really excited uh, to hear that, like, other people listen to, uh, you know, the people that we watch. Commentary is such a fun genre, yeah. too. I, did I, I could never do it. <laughs> no. It's, it's just, it's funny. You just watch bad people on the internet and you make your own comments. Yeah. And also, <laughs> like, they're really good at it because they're comedians. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. man. Yeah. I, I try to be funny, but I, I'd rather not. Did, did I tell you about uh, Nick is not green? Yes. Um. Shout out for you. Oh, shout out to you for uh, introducing him to me. You've been watching his stuff. Yeah. Oh, well, not recently, but you have. Uh, it, it's yeah. super important to me to like find um you know content creators who are POC or who are people of color. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. like they will have their own perspective on things, and I would need that in my arsenal if I'm ever watching mm-hmm. like YouTube channels. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. And I there was like someone else I showed you recently too. Um, D'Angelo Wallace. D'Angelo Wallace. Yeah. yeah. D'Angelo, yeah. that's another Popped favorite. Off. Uh, he hasn't made a video in a very long time. He's up to something, right? He's up to a big, big project yeah. he's waiting to spill on oh, us. Yeah. So. It's probably going to be like 40 minutes. <laughs> We're going to see. We're going to see what that is. But, um, yeah, I guess that was one thing. That's one thing that we, like, bond over is, like, watching these commentary YouTubers, which has been a very, very fun thing. Um, but, yeah, where did, what was the where – did, where did we leave off on – we were talking about oh what you were up to when you were living with Jack and Ryan. Yeah, you met that art, and you were working with so far. Yeah, and um, you working with that artist you met, and what out of that what what did you guys do together? With Jack and Ryan or Dylan Dunlap? No, Dylan Dunlap. Um, yeah, so I he had like all these releases, and I'd be able to come up with like um a campaign. Um, so like they would meet I would ask them for like hey what song are you going to be putting out okay cool let me see if we can book this space we end up using like the youtube space in la oh, that's i'm so pretty cool. sure that's i've heard Monica. a lot about that space yeah and that's like so if you cool. have like a certain amount of followers um you can like host there for free like I've, for that's free. so weird yeah um so weird, i think it's 10k i have 30k on tiktok so let me in youtube yeah. space let me in <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, um, yeah, so like we would work on campaigns. I would help find other artists um, to play a show with him, um, and basically like find other festivals that um, he would play at or play for. Um, yeah, it was a lot of work, and I remember just like, dude, it's late nights, and I would have like work the next morning. Yeah, um, so uh, I mean, gratefully, um, they we still like keeping some contact. Sure. Um, but like they're doing their own things like his former manager came back and i'm like okay cool like that's gonna be so much weight off of me yeah (laughs) Yeah. um but then seeing him like do his own thing made me realize i kind of want to do my own thing now yeah you had all these things that were leading up to you wanting to do yeah so like all the things that have gone um that i've experienced uh made me realize okay um i i'm very shy about posting these kind of things um but like just do it just really do it because you'll never see where that's going to take you. I've said this so many times. And I'll put this on my grave. <laughs> but, like, I've Tombstone. said this, like, the people that are the most shy about it are, like, are the people that are, like, eh, I don't know. Those are the people that have the best stuff straight up. Like, it's cool. 100%. I'm not even just saying that because you're a friend of mine. Like, 
straight up. I see it all the time. Yeah, I appreciate it's it. like always the case, hundred percent of the time. So if that's you, like put your thing out there. I literally wrote this on Facebook yesterday too. Yeah. Just put your thing out there. There's like the only thing that's stopping you is you. And I hate that I said that because I feel like I heard Gary Vee say that. But, <laughs> um, oh my yeah, God, Gary V. The master of cringe. <laughs> but uh, yeah, but just I'm glad that you like kind of took that leap and we're like, hey, I need to put, I put my, it takes a lot. It for sure takes it a really lot. Does. But dude, you're carrying it so well. Um, your posts on TikTok, which do very well, you have like the skating community behind you. And it's funny that like, you would go to different uh, skate parks and they would recognize you. You're like, yeah. you're an actual celebrity. <laughs> it's so dope. It's like a local, local, like, I'm known around town kind of yeah. thing is the way I see it. Although, I was at Grant Park in Chicago the other day, like, just walking past after I was at a gig, and I went into the skate park and, like, a kid recognized me off the bat from TikTok. Yeah. And I was like, what? TikTok is like that, like, <sighs> it's so crazy. Because... I, I just I had that one video go viral and then it got like a bunch of followers from everywhere else. Yeah. But it wasn't until I started making the skate park videos that all of a sudden it was like people were like, Hey, I remember you. Hey, hey, hey. Yeah. And if you like recognize me IRL or in real life. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad you're having your your T of L time of <laughs> your life. <laughs> My time of life. <laughs> um Yeah, it's it's been it's been sweet. TikTok has been rewarding and you, <laughs> we, need to, we need to we need to bring. Do you want to bring this up? Yeah, sure, sure. Let's bring sure. this up, dude. Okay, I think I'm just trying to brush this off. <laughs> we had okay. You had a really cool thing on TikTok happen. Do you want to tell your little TikTok story? Uh, sure. Uh, I don't know why I did that. Oh, okay. Um, so I had to disclose something. I'm actually not plugged in. <laughs> I just feel like there's more security if I'm wearing the headphones. More like it wouldn't reach, so I'm just wearing this. <laughs> um, yeah. Wait, it's how aesthetic it purposes. Yeah. yeah. How do you? So how did your TikTok uh, adventure happen? And tell me like the very start of that because it came from a TikTok that was pretty viral. Yeah. And then. Yeah, that that's a whole story. Just, just for sure, I'll try to explain as best as I can. It's a crazy story. It's a crazy story. So my sister uh, told me to go check out this application, and um, it's for this person's first kiss because they haven't had it yet. Yeah, and it was one of her former students, and um, or she told me, okay, uh, just go check it out. You don't have to do anything with it. Uh, just let me know. I'm like, okay, sure, but I'm not gonna apply the way. <laughs> so then um, I checked it out, and her application was really funny. I it was one of the funniest things I've seen, and it made me want to apply. <laughs> she she had a great sense of humor, and I knew that like we would be good friends even right. after everything. Right. Um, so I applied. Um, I said that like, oh, one of the questions said, um, would you want to give um, a peck? would you want to give like a two minute session so she'd be comfortable or would you want it to be like a full on makeup session? So <laughs> next time she- uh, I didn't know that was part of the Yeah, thing. dang, I really wish she saved it. Um, but I selected the last one. I'm like, okay, yeah, I'll be your coach. Like <laughs> I'll give you all the details and if you need it, you can probably use them next time you're making out with somebody or something. Yeah. Um, so um, I applied, I also included like this playlist that I make every year called the Winter Cuff Playlist. It's like the ultimate makeout playlist. Um, and it's dropped like every start of winter. Yeah. So I included that in my... Um, application? Yeah, in the application. And then I also mentioned like um, if something about Zendaya. 
and I, I'm such a big fan of her, but I'm also very much in love with her. Um, <laughs> so when she got back to me, it was a phone call, and then she was like, hey, do you want to schedule a FaceTime? Like, she emailed me first, and like, yeah. hey, do you want to schedule FaceTime? Um, and then that's what we did, and we got to know each other, and like told her what the plan was. Um, real quickly, real quickly, sure. so hold that thought. So how many views did this TikTok have at Oh, first? yeah, uh, at first? Yeah, when well, when you first applied. Like when I first many? applied, oh, okay, it was like at 15K or something. So there was a handful, and yeah, there was a was, handful of people was, yeah. submitting to this. Yeah, probably. yeah, yeah. Um, cool, and cool. it was like at 15K, and then it was like really impressive. Like people are seeing this, right? <laughs> and yeah. Um, so, so you got you were you were lucky to be like the person because of the connection you guys it, yeah, you just explained. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so and go ahead. Go I ahead. I didn't think I was going to be picked because I live in LA. She lives in San Diego, and um, I thought she wanted to pick somebody more local, but mm -hmm. she ended up picking mine. Um, she said that uh, the application was very good. She said that like the her committee, she had a committee behind it, it was like a team of her friends. Oh, and, um, <laughs> like it was a group chat and everything. That's and, so funny. Yeah, uh, and no she liked one, the music that you. Picked. Yeah, 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 yeah. She yeah, was she into did. that artist. She did. Yeah, it That's worked out cool. really well. Yeah. So, uh, shout out to the artist on my Winter Cup playlist for making this happen. <laughs> um, yeah. So, so. When we actually got to meet each other, I picked her up, uh, and then we, we went on campus where she went to school. Wait, real quick. So I don't mean to back you up again. Did sure. you make that? You made a TikTok video about this. Did you make the TikTok before or after meeting her? It was before. So, oh, yeah. It was before. I wanted to, like, add a little, you know, mm, just to, like, yeah. secure that spot. <laughs> um, icing on the cake, yeah. as some might say. Yeah. So then um, it was me playing the guitar. And um, it was also like saying a bunch of things, saying, "Okay, if you want to pick me, um, basically everything you had just said to me." Yeah, yeah. and then um, it was me playing the guitar. Do you know who the the man Hosier? Hosier, yeah. Yeah, Hosier, yeah, yeah, yeah. however you pronounce. He's Irish, yeah. um, long hair, gorgeous looking dude. Um, I played the song um, "Kiss Like Real People Do." Oh, yeah, oh. yeah. So that worked out really well. And yeah. um, I had like a message, and at the very end of the video. Um, it was me like asking, um, we should kiss like real people do. And that was the video so went kind of viral too. It, it went viral too. It got too. you a lot of followers. It, was, it did. And, and you had some nice comments too, but I also saw some so like sweet. crazy ones, but there were more nice yeah. comments than crazy ones. Yeah. Uh, like that's what I love about the TikTok community. Like they're really supportive, but they can also be like a little strange. Yeah. <laughs> but we will allow it because it helps the algorithm, <laughs> the almighty algorithm. <laughs> yeah. Um, so. Um, she duetted that, but like before that, she um, posted a video, and um, it was so soon, like it was that night, like after going through the entire thing, it was that night um, she posted it, and I was so drained. Like I woke up in the morning with like <laughs> thirty text messages from people, like from college, from high school, like I didn't really even talk to, but like they recognized me. I'm like, what? <laughs> and then um, that's uh, crazy TikTok. Yeah, is. and then um, it was like DMs and like Instagram DMs and TikTok DMs, and I'm like, dude, this is nuts. Like, how do people <laughs> go through this? Um, I was, it, it was. I will say it was fun, but it was like it took out of. It took a lot of energy out of you. I was like Correct. so tired just going through, but I it was just it was definitely amusing, hundred <laughs> percent. That's so. We so you guys met up. Uh, yeah. How long after that then? Uh, hmm. Actually, so we met each other you again. You FaceTimed. You said yeah. We FaceTimed. Then... So like um after all that happened, um she, yeah, it went super viral. Like uh when like even Buzzfeed reached out to us. 
like we uh, had to like give permission for them to use the video um like articles reached out to us i'll have you talk about the kelly clarkson thing in a little bit yeah because that's a big yeah. deal yeah um and then kelly clarkson reached out to her and uh she got on the show yeah it's not nice. tiktok yeah uh, people relate to it like not a lot of people get their first kisses um you know early on in life like right. it, it can be in the mid-20s right. and like normalize it you know right um, yeah there's so screw, screw the stigmas yeah exactly um but that's been fun so we ended up we saw each other like last week actually we hit the batting cages oh um, i saw that on your story yeah yeah she she's so good that's cool she's such a great softball player um and she's actually on a team and oh her name is melin uh m apostrophe l y n n and um she's she's one of the greatest people i've ever met like i'm so grateful to like be friends with her after yeah. all of that like we are basically our um what do you call that like a accountability partners because we want to make sure that uh we're good like after all the things that we've gone through yeah um, we'd say hey are you good like make sure you get some more sleep don't look at your phone oh that's cool um yeah and oh and when she visited la we ended up watching um malcolm and marie which is uh, zendaya's movie oh, on netflix what that's we, a yeah, full circle yeah we we bonded over zendaya like I think that was one of the bigger reasons why I got selected because yeah. she's she loves Zendaya for sure. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah. yeah. Dang. Um. Yeah. I mean, like we caught up. It's so good to see her. I I haven't like seen her because she's in San Diego and like I was working on uh getting better on my ankle. Right. <laughs> so like oh, I couldn't really go I out. Got to ask you about that. How's your ankle doing? Uh, ankles. Better? That's funny. Um, ankles feeling a lot better. I see my physical therapist every week, uh, except last week. What'd you hurt it doing again? <sighs> basketball oh, something that you right. love so much and it just hurts you oh yeah yeah i will not go it's into like details um because it was not like a devastating thing but um this hurts yeah it hurts it wasn't a broken bone it's more like a cartilage that bursted open and uh my doctor said that like yeah this is rare like this doesn't happen at all so like the blood supply like got blocked and it, uh, my foot was swollen so oh i had to go through surgery i had to like oh, wear a cast for like two weeks and um oh, it, yeah it was not fun that's not fun no not at all no so yeah well that's any aside from that that's a cool tiktok story cool little yeah. intermission there because that we both have had our little tiktok moments i had that yeah. one go viral that got me a lot of followers and people that interact with me that's kind of there's a lot of people that like followers for the number i'm more concerned with liking the number to interact with people if you will it's rough that's kind of like what's the most like what pays back the most for me yeah um but aside yeah aside from the tiktok stuff now that you guys have the little in on our tiktok uh stories uh after to kind of pick up on the last topic so you start doing your own thing you then created what is now known as mamba tapes yeah and I love those. let's talk about let's talk about that real quickly so what what inspired you to make mamba tapes and what is mamba tapes to you and what is mamba tapes? for sure um so i started this project called post wrigley um and it was just me like learning how to produce on logic which does the is, wrigley like, have anything to do with like wrigleyville i love that you asked that it had nothing to do with wrigleyville i always thought it did that's crazy yeah um i'm a so the neighborhood that i grew up in is in long beach and it's called wrigley and um like if you're from long beach uh, you would say rickside you can say wrigley but <laughs> i've always wanted to include my hometown in like my name or right. my home city in my name and i think it'd be a great homage to uh what i'm doing sure sure yeah that's sick okay yeah. I, and i like the name it has a nice 
Smooth little post wriggly. Yeah. It just comes out nice. Yeah. It was like a low key project too. Like I didn't think anybody was gonna care. But I don't uh, think you told me about it till later on, to be honest. Yeah. I think I found out about it. It was like after it'd been on Spotify for like a handful of months or something. <laughs> and I was like, dang. But it, I think you I think it was done by in full intentions. Yeah. yeah. Um yeah, so basically um post wriggly was supposed to be me learning how to uh use logic, which is like this program that you would like record music in and I'm pretty sure like all Apple MacBooks have that. Yeah. Um, so I wanted to learn how to produce and I'm all sample based. So I would find like sounds that I think are really cool and I put them together and make music that way. Mm-hmm. Um, so the reason why I wanted to like work on music is because um, after one of my favorite uh, basketball players and like one of my biggest heroes, um, Kobe Bryant passed away, mm-hmm. um, I realized, okay, um, life's too short to like wait for anything. Like you really have to just go after it and make it happen yourself. Yeah, you, you know. Do. Um, so instead of like me waiting for like the right opportunity, um, I decided, okay, let me just work on this by myself. Let me work on this so I can see what I um can make out of it. Yeah, and for sure, it for taught me sure. so many things. I'm so grateful to like even um be working on this project. Um, but yeah, I worked with different artists. I worked with uh people who are my close friends, and it's been fun that way. Um, and I'm really grateful to like even do it. Um, so the mama tape is still like, uh, in each tape, there are eight songs and that's Kobe's Jersey number, one of his Jersey numbers. And oh, the, that's cool. each, each, um, tape, uh, is 24 minutes long and that's his other Jersey number. Oh, you did tell me the 24 minutes thing a long time ago. I forgot about that. Yeah. That's yeah. really cool. Yeah. It, it helped me to like be very consistent about it because I want to um, work on something with a goal in mind yeah. and the fact that like, okay, I can make eight songs. Okay, cool. The sure. entire tape can be for uh, 24 minutes. Um, right. So it's always an homage to like uh, the people that I look up to. Oh, that's cool. That's really cool. So uh, what what's your favorite track on Mamba Tapes right now? You have that one that I, I think it has like a phone call in it or something like that. Yeah. That I really like. Yeah. And then there was the one that I made the TikTok of that like I just always listen to. Yeah. Um, so the one that you're talking about is probably, um, so I, it's fridge. Fridge is my new cuss word. Fridge. Yeah. Fridge. Um, so I asked like one of my good friends, Sid, to like pretend to break up with me over the phone. <laughs> And like, hey, I'm gonna write a script, and I need you to say it like we're gonna break up with me, like really do that. And she pulled it off. I'm like, she did. cool. Um, Her voice. Yeah, it worked it. out really well. Um, and then like I throw in like some crumpling paper to make it sound super lo-fi. Yeah. But that's that's all like the first tape. Um, yeah. And then um, I worked on like two other tapes. I the second tape was more so learning how to work with vocalists mm-hmm. and rappers and. Um, shout out to the homies shout out to my god sister Emily for like really like putting in the work and they made the project so much fun Mm -hmm. Um, just like learning how uh, her vocals should sound and like what kind of effects that my rappers should use shout out to Bull of Rice and uh, Dirty Dan and um, and then the third tape uh, was like mostly working with producers Mm -hmm. and um, yeah uh, Midi Conga is oh mike fornari oh yeah no, yeah mike. i'm actually gonna be seeing him later on we're gonna be doing like a dj thing um and uh yeah i, I like the reason why i'm I, here he's a dj guy now he's a dj guy the dj guy no just learning how to produce and like <laughs> share music that i love um, multi multi-talented here thanks i try to do the best i can but the third tape was like wanting to put these all together and um once i finished the third tape 
it's uh, I made 24 songs in total. So that's like kind of wrapped it up. Yeah. Um, and I'm like done with that project. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. Full full circle again. Full circle. Sweet, sweet. So, uh, are I can't remember. Is there any of them that have your own vocals on them? Shoot, I don't think so. I intended for this project to not have my vocals on it. No vocals. Yeah, okay. there there were some like you know background vocals, but like not me singing. A lot primarily. of it. A lot of it is more instrumental based. Yeah, and that's what the goal was. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So now, but now you got this shirt. Now you can some quality vocals the on SM7B. it. SM7B. SM7B, yeah. baby. Nice. Um, that's cool. So what? Uh, what projects do you intend on working on next as of right now? Yeah, I mean, I want to incorporate singing now, but it's not going to be like uh, singer-songwriter stuff. It's I'm working towards the electronic side of music. Like, cool. I've been heavily inspired by uh, Kei Trinata, uh, S.G. Lewis, um, and even Slute. I don't know if you like know these artists. Uh-uh. Um, no, these oh, and Porter Robinson. He's in like the EDM world, but um, I don't think a lot of people know him, but I love that man. Cool. It's it's good to be. I think it's good to have yourself kind of like all over, and have you know doing this thing and doing that and just dipping into different things. Because I think oftentimes in today's society, it's good. It a lot of people get caught up doing just one thing, and yeah. I think to me, like certain people, like live and breathe off of just doing one certain thing. But for me, at least, uh, I feel like doing different things helps you like almost grow as a person in a Truly. way. Truly. Cause you get to see how different things work and different people, how they think about different things. And it gets you like more adapted than to just like sit there. Like the best example I could put of this is like, <laughs> like if you just sat there eating the same, like, I don't know, bowl of cereal or something every single day, you're going to be sick of that bowl of cereal yeah. after like a year. Yeah. Like, and so it's good to be like, that's why I'm saying I respect that you're doing that. I think yeah. it's cool. You're just like trying another thing. You're like, I made this. Now I'm going to try doing a little bit of this. And I might do DJ now. Or I yeah. Might. And that's how you find yourself. Mm-hmm. Like you got you got to try new things in order to see what sticks. Mm-hmm. And I never thought I'd ever like try DJing out, but I love it. Yeah. I didn't realize I was going to. Um, and like, I, I think I listen to a lot of music in general. Um, I can incorporate like, you know, the electronic music or EDM into like uh, hip hop. And that's what DJing can offer. That's um, cool. Yeah, and I just my goal with this is to like meet other artists at like house parties or whatever, and like collaborate with them eventually. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I just did not think I was gonna pick up DJing at all. That's cool. Well, that's I'm excited excited for you with that avenue and excited for you to dive more into them. I'm sure next time you're on the pod, you'll have more to talk about. Oh, this. I hope so. Yeah, we have we have some questions here. Uh, we have some questions here. We're gonna answer that people on Ivy's Instagram have. So kindly asked. Just so some, yeah. We should go ahead and answer those. So we're going to answer these questions. Full transparency. We're going to look at this first question here. What inspires you? Who is this question? Should we say who this question was by or do you not remember? Oh, dang. I mean, a couple of people asked that question. Oh, a couple. okay, cool. Yeah. So these are just popular Popular questions that were asked on the Ivy Graham. Yeah. All right. Uh, what inspires you to make music? Honestly, like my creative friends, um, like people who are doing their own things. I was like, yo, if you're doing that, I want to do my own thing. Yeah. Like for you, you're you're in film, you're in photography, and you're on TikTok. I'm like, Max, you're killing it. I really <laughs> want to do something like that and like Thank have you. a community like that. Appreciate that. Um, yeah, just seeing my friends like 
trying out new things um even though they don't think it's gonna work out like the fact that you're doing it anyway like yeah you are learning more about yourself and just becoming uh the person that you wanted to be in the future i um, heard i heard curtis say this on his advice segment one time but like it's true like we're all just trying to look like we got it put together <laughs> no no dude we're we're 20 you're 26 yeah yeah we're 26 we're all, and we're uh, all trying our hardest to yeah. make it look like we got it put together yeah everyone is just constantly chasing their thing and i i love it i love it so much I, it like makes me want to like work even harder even though like we have full-time jobs um instead of like relaxing on a couch and watching something on youtube or uh on the tv um just like put into work and it'll take you somewhere yeah yeah for yeah. sure um all right the next question next question ba, 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 ba. when are you coming to uh new york new york city <laughs> i know who asked this question um <laughs> why new york huh have it been to New York? No, you're going to New York? Uh, no, but they, <laughs> she wants me to. Um, she's a really good friend. Um, we're like internet friends. It, I think it's because of TikTok or Instagram. I don't remember. Yeah. Um, but we have like a lot of, uh, what do you call it, humor. Uh, sorry, we have the same sense of humor. I'm yeah. like, dude, you're fun to talk to. Like, yeah. let's, we, I have to kick it. So yeah. if you're going to be in LA soon, like we're going <laughs> to kick it too, dude. So you you don't have a specific day you're going yet. No, sorry. Oh I come don't. on! If you're That's trying to see the next, she's Curtis wondering. Show, um, I don't know. Maybe uh, next year in the summer. Like maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Dude. Uh, let's see. How is rank? We've answered that. that yeah. Hey, hey, hey! We answered that question already. It's big chilling. <laughs> I see my physical therapist every week. Every week. Shout out Jason. Shout out Bree. Any big music projects in the future? We sort of scratched on that. Yeah. But I guess maybe they're asking, like, is there another, like, something along the lines of a Mamba tape coming out? Maybe it's yeah. what they're gearing towards. Yeah. Um, no, I'm actually not having any big project music out there, um, only because I'm going to focus on consistency. Like, sure. I I realize if I want to make something out of this, you just got to keep practicing. You just got to keep putting stuff out there, um, even if it might not hit. Um, just keep going because um, if you... I think that's what the Mamba Project was all about. Like, I didn't want to continue making big projects because like all that energy is like released and then like there's nothing's happening so like the more you post uh the more the almighty algorithm will be able to pick up on that right so yeah so right now like a songs that are batched up and um hopefully in the near future i would be able to like put them out consistently sick yeah. sick all right well, that's cool i feel like that is also just like a, a hard question to answer too at the same time because like 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 you just said we're all working on we're yep. all working on something trying to make something happen like you said screw the algorithm so <laughs> something will hit uh i'm excited to see what that thing is it's gonna both hit and not hit i know you got a lot coming out so <laughs> <laughs> not everything hits for everybody and sometimes everything you never know yeah. um here for it all though is what i'm trying to say um explain your favorite genre yeah that's I have a genre lot is of a weird genres. word. Genre. Genre. Uh, Whoever thought genre. of that? Like genre. Genre. A guy named genre. 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 Did you take French in high school? <laughs> no. No. What did you take? I took uh, un poco español. Nice. And I wish I, I did. Lived in China, so I know Edie and Dan Dude, you 
lived everywhere. <laughs> You're, are you considered like a third country kid? No, no, okay, never mind. No, I was when I was in China, though. I think. Yeah. I was like one of the like. What are those? I know what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. But cool. I'm gonna do a whole other. I'm not gonna dive into that now because I'm doing a whole solo episode on China. So cool. That's exciting. Stay tuned, little. You guys got in. If you're listening this far, this is you got a little nugget there. Um, yeah. So your favorite genre. This is favorite genre. Um, right now, um, it's definitely the electronic side. Um, so I would say like electronica, probably EDM, but I'm talking about like. Porter Robinson EDM like I love his music so much I went to a show like a couple weeks ago and that's changed my life um sick so that but um also uh some like indie aspect of it cool cool um, did yeah. anyone get you into it or you just stumbled on it yourself no um so again Mike Fanari Midi Conga was the one that like introduced me to um edm mm-hmm. and i was like why oh wow it's turning to be something i like <laughs> and then it wasn't until like my cousin my big cousin uh alan he was like you should come to an edm show with me i'm like oh, sure i'll go and then that show changed my life Made you realize yeah i'm like i've been missing out this entire time step um, out of your comfort zone folks. yeah and that's what it was so uh yeah i love that it's so crazy you can get stuck in like what you like so much that like anything else doesn't sound good to you and then once you actually experience it, you're like, oh, oh, this thing. Try new things. Yeah. That's really what it is. It's crazy. I There's like been so many instances I've had that happen. Where I'm just like, I like this thing. Yeah. Like the hell? I wasn't yeah. supposed to like this. Like <laughs> one of the last things that, that happened to me with was like rap. There's like a certain genre of like rap music. Oh, yes. And I was like under the impression that I didn't like rap for right. like, even when we were roommates in college, I'd hear it and I'd be like, this is just trash and i like never liked it mm-hmm. and then i just suddenly one day was like all right i'm just gonna only listen to rap and then i was like whoa yeah there's actually rap that i like who, who was cool. the artist that you uh the first one was i stumbled upon was called gangstar nice Do you know who that is i don't i was like oh this is cool and then i met like a lot of other rappers like that are in chicago yeah and then i was like oh they make good music and then i was like okay i like this thing open mind <laughs> right there yeah so that i think it's a cool thing yeah um Explain. No, we already answered that. Musical equivalents to your favorite athletes. That's a crazy question. Yeah, Reb. Why? Bruh. Bruh. Uh, yeah, my friend Reb um, actually asked this. And oh, I thought I, you were saying bruh. That's why bruh. I said that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, so it's really hard. I mean, I'll always say that like Kobe's going to be my number one. Um, and if I were to pick an artist to be that number one, you can't do that to me, man. Uh, <laughs> like, I look at these artists you know like on the same tier but on that kobe tier again like sg lewis um Trinata, and porter robinson um steph curry is my second favorite player mm-hmm. i would probably put uh salute uh Madion, and uh sorry but bombay bicycle club <laughs> <laughs> and then uh ja morant uh ja shout morant. out um <laughs> can i like <laughs> name fake Bands, yeah, and just nod your head and say yes. Yeah, All right, yeah, cool. for sure. Just kidding. <laughs> uh, the Japanese house, um, oh, dude, Childish Gambino is up there. Why did I not mention him? Mm-hmm. Um, Amine, he's up there too. Uh, rapper, um, from Portland. Um, yeah, I can't believe I didn't mention that. Yeah, but like, I love those players so much, and I think I love all those artists as much. Sick. I hope that helps. Sick. Rob. It does. It does. Uh, what state or city do you see yourself living in? Ooh, yeah. good question. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I think I'd want to be like a bicoastal person. Okay. Like I would obviously make Los Angeles 
my primary home. Good travel musician. Yeah, will. yeah. Um, and if I were to pick a second city, uh, you know, my heart will always love Chicago, but I think it has had its time here. Um, I'll always visit, but... Like, we both look out there like we're going to see something cool, but it's just gloomy and, like, <laughs> rainy and cold and wet. It's like... Everything that people don't like about Chicago, <laughs> dude. It was for the view. apparently like it was warm before I got here, so I'm sorry if I ruined that for you. <laughs> yeah, actually, when Ivy came into town, he made it cold. So I, he's 100 percent to blame for the weather for yeah. sure. I mean, it's for as sure cold as my heart. Blame. It's as yeah. cold as my ex-wife's heart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just I think I think you need to go home now so I can warm up again. Yeah, <laughs> honestly. Uh, what is your favorite? Oh, not what. Who is your favorite niece and cousin? I uh, I didn't ask this. I don't know who asked this. It definitely was not your favorite niece or cousin. Yeah, they definitely didn't ask this question. <laughs> exactly. Um, well, I I guess I'll say deaf not Iman. That's what I'll say. For sure not. No, yeah. I don't even know who that is that's okay she's it's like okay. little sister to me anyway <laughs> were there any more questions or is that the no i mean question? like those are the ones i'm like randomly pick up like okay let's just i'm sure you have other important cool. questions to ask yeah well usually i do advice segment at the end of this um which i guess since we just did the question thing we could probably just do like a very quick one sure to very to wrap bring this thing up to a uh to close <laughs> Give me, give me a little, give me a little beat for the advice segment. All right, this is the advice segment. All right, first question. <laughs> um, so quick little thirty-second to a minute blurb. Uh, anyone that is thinking about starting to do their own music project, uh, what would be something that you would tell someone who's just sitting there on the fence? Going, I'm not sure. I don't know. What would be something you would have, like, right now, you'd be like, oh, had I known this, I'd do that. Yeah. Um, the hardest thing is starting out. Mm-hmm. And, like, it's always going to be like a barrier. Like, if you're ever just trying to, like, work on a project in general, just start it. Like, don't even think about it. Don't even overthink it. While you're and drink it. liquid death. It, it looks like beer, but it's really just water. Yeah, so, I've never had a sip of alcohol in my yeah. life. First time yeah, I said right. that on the podcast. That's wow. Right. Expose yourself. <laughs> no, that's great. That's really, I commend that. Yeah, I don't, I'm not like button heads to anybody over it. Definitely not. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, what were you saying? Yeah, just start it. It doesn't matter like if you're scared or not, just to take the leap because you're going to be excited once you see yourself rolling. Exactly. Um, and I mean, the fact that like you're doing it, like you're living proof. The fact that like you wanted to like try this out, look what's happening right now. Thank you. Like you're on your 18th episode, so oh. <laughs> that's really cool. <laughs> Hopefully, we'll keep this thing rolling. I'll be 85, and I'll be sounding like an old grumpy man on this. The coolest one, though. <laughs> I'll be like 85. Be like, look, look what I did as a kid. What the, that, that is this thing. <laughs> no, no, it's cool. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. I'll probably be proud of it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, just. Just yes. dive right in is your yeah. main advice, huh? Yeah, dive right in. Surround yourself with people who are just as creative as you. Um, if you if you find that you're the only creative person in the group, you, you can meet other people. And like sure. um, online communities, maybe like Discord, maybe like Instagram, maybe TikTok, like you'll be able to find someone there and they'll really back you up. And, you know, it's always like a community that you want to surround yourself with. Mm-hmm. So like you lift them up, they lift you up, and it's all about growing together. And I think to add to that, just don't ever let like likes or like 
stuff like that on the internet yeah. like play a role in it like just because you post something there's 16 likes under four views or whatever it is yeah don't let that be like the thing that stops you like no one walks into social media and it's just like boom off the bat unless you're just like i, I don't know someone extremely popular from a movie or something but uh no one walks in social media with all those kinds of crazy views or likes yeah. or whatever so yeah i like that advice i think that's good advice for someone starting off um well yeah hey if you guys want to check out uh i appreciate anyone who's made it this far in the episode uh if you want to check out ivy's music or check out any of the socials let them know where they can find you yeah so my first project is post wrigley you can find it on spotify uh, apple music anywhere honestly um but i've like i'm working on this new project called ivy wrigley um there's gonna be more uh songwriting aspects to it working with more artists in general and uh me just finding that specific sound um so you can recognize it's ivy wrigley cool yeah, cool so. ivy wrigley folks ivy like the letters and wrigley like my wrigley, home yeah his home. my home city so go ahead and search that and follow him because if you don't follow him i'm gonna abandon i don't know i'm gonna abandon this episode <laughs> <laughs> sad <laughs> yeah go listen to him but yeah Thanks again for listening to a Saul Good podcast. This is a fun episode. Thanks for coming on Dude, and doing this live. Me. And it was a blast. It was a blast. And hopefully we'll get to do it again. Maybe I'll come out there. We'll do another one. Would love that. Um, yeah. We'll m- make it happen. But nonetheless, appreciate you. Thanks, Thanks for having me. Thanks again for coming on. And uh, we'll talk again soon. Yo. Bye, guys. Yeah. Peace. Yeah.